Nearly every federal program relies on data. Sound decision-making is supposed to take evidence into account, evidence based on data. For years, the Data Coalition has worked for legislation promoting open federal data and supported agencies in their data management. Now the coalition has a new CEO. It's Nick Hart, and he joins me now. Nick, good to have you on. Good to be here. Thanks, Tom. And we should say that you're not new to this station or to this community, having been at the Bipartisan Policy Center before joining the Data Coalition. But let's start with the coalition, and uh, you've been in the job just a couple of weeks. What are your goals for the years? What are the coalition, what are the big issues you're going to be working on in the next year? Well, I'll just say it's a really exciting opportunity uh, to join the coalition, uh, actually just last week. And uh, one of the great features about the Data Coalition is that it's built a really strong advocacy network for improving government's data infrastructure over the last several years. And I truly think there's a great opportunity for growth and leadership moving forward in the data community. So uh, there's a lot of important issues to tackle around open data, data quality, data accessibility, and the kind of broader data infrastructure that government maintains to just ensure data are available for use. So in the coalition context, I think that lends itself to a vast number of priorities. Um, probably one of the, the most important things coming out the gate is going to be thinking about how the coalition's members and the broader data community can support a new law that was enacted earlier this year called the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. And it includes something called the Open Government Data Act, which changes the default for how we think about making government data available. It's now open by default. And there is uh, something to be said about passing a law. It's a great opportunity to uh, move the ball forward, but we got to have effective implementation in order to really truly make a change. So I, I think there's a real opportunity here for the coalition uh, to really support how that law is implemented. Uh, already been working with uh, folks over at the Office of Management and Budget and at agencies across the federal government to prioritize that. Beyond that, I think there are other clear priorities that uh, come from both the uh, uh, coalition's policy agenda, but also just, in some ways, common sense things that we need to do in government. Uh, figuring out how to modernize grant reporting to reduce burden on grantees, but also make data more available. Uh, thinking about how we improve reporting in the financial system and financial transparency is another big area. The Data Act was aimed at financial transparency and eventually this grant transparency. Agencies have made some progress, and I know you've been involved in that, but it seems like that's been around a couple of years now, several years, and there's still quite a ways to go in implementing the Data Act as it envisioned the ability to look at federal spending data. Yeah, you know, it's safe to say that as, as laws are implemented, we learn about things that we wish we would have known in advance. Uh, and no law is ever perfect, and we can always make improvements. We've learned a lot about the Data Act as it's been implemented, and there's been a lot of great progress, but there's still plenty of room for improvement, for sure. And getting back to that Foundation for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act, review for us what that requires of federal agencies and what they need to do to get there. Well, this is really a, a monumental piece of legislation that, that really fell under the radar. Uh, passed Congress in late December. It was signed by the president in early January. So it was at a time where uh, there was a lot of other stuff happening, but it really changes a lot of the expectations for what agencies are going to do. First and foremost, it requires them to create chief data officers. So every agency is now going to have somebody on tap to think about making data useful at the point that they collect it. And that's not to say that didn't happen anywhere in government before, but there were a lot of gaps. 
And uh, if we can plan better for how we're going to use data, it means we can manage it appropriately to make it accessible and useful. Uh, the law also requires that agencies create a new leadership role around program evaluation. So this is the person who's now on tap to think about specifically how you apply social science methods to analyze and study programs to learn and improve them over time. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, requirements for agencies around uh, trying to understand what data they have, developing data inventories, and also focusing on improving the standards with which we collect data. So we can make them comparable across programs and policies and even jurisdictions like states. Because a lot of agencies seem to have settled into the fact that data is incompatible uh, from agency to agency or data set to data set. So they have been pursuing the application programming interface approach, the API approach to kind of abstract their data. Will that continue or will something change about the data so that the API strategy might not be as important? Well, one of the, the really subtle changes in the law is uh, a new requirement that is shifting responsibilities to the chief data officer around a, a law called the Paperwork Reduction Act. So those who work inside the federal government know they do these really wonky uh, paperwork forms to get approval on all forms of data that are collected. Uh, today, those often aren't prioritized in the way that they should be so that we can improve data quality and the consistency of data across programs. So if we use those strategically, we could not only reduce the burden on the American public for the amount of data we collect from them and information we collect from them, but we could also make it so agencies are able to identify where another program is collecting data that's relevant for them. And so if we can do that successfully, it has a lot of great effects in terms of the standards, the quality, and the consistency of information that government is collecting and using. Uh, that doesn't mean that API approaches and, and other uh, uh, techniques like you were describing won't be important or necessary in the short term. But in the long term, if we can develop a more holistic system as what's envisioned here in this law, uh, I think we'll be successful in making these really great improvements. We're speaking with Nick Hart, the new CEO of the Data Coalition. And tell us briefly about the coalition itself. Who are the members and uh, how do you engage with the federal government? So the, the members of the Data Coalition uh, are, uh, are really a broad cross-section of, uh, of organizations and companies that are interested in, in good government data. Uh, it's a recognition that we need government to have good data to make good decisions, uh, and that there's also benefit more broadly for society in having access and functionality from that data. Uh, so one of the core things the coalition does is promote policies that enable us to uh, have quality data, but also make those data useful. And that is the kind of bread and butter of what the coalition's all about. And tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been in this field one way or another for quite a while. Yeah, I uh, am just leaving a role at the Bipartisan Policy Center uh, where I headed up the work around evidence-based policymaking and prior to that spent a number of years working for the White House's Office of Management and Budget and uh, a group called the U.S. Commission on Evidence-Based Policymaking. So really much of my career is focused on uh, exactly what I'm describing, trying to get uh, better utility and usefulness out of uh, government data. My question about evidence policymaking is that very often policy tends to be based in politics and in pleasing those voters that the particular politician feels have to please, whereas sometimes the actual evidence might point to some very different conclusion. 
And that seems to be an unclosable gap. How, how do you deal with that one? The short answer here is we live in democratic society and value systems are really important for how our elected officials and appointed officials make decisions. The whole point of evidence-based policymaking is to try to encourage our uh, policymakers to increasingly use rigorous evidence in how they inform those decisions. There's always going to be other valuable inputs, uh, uh, electoral goals, uh, budget constraints, things like that, that affect how decisions are made. But evidence has to have a really uh, important seat at the table. Uh, the whole work around the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act and much of my energy and attention over the last several years has been on trying to find the strategies to enable the evidence to play a real key role. And uh, it's not to say that it's easy. It's not to say that there aren't places where it will be ignored. Uh, but the more we can build an evidence culture inside government and promote these kinds of activities, the more likely it is to occur. And there's a great number of examples, uh, success stories, where uh, the evidence has played a, a really phenomenal role in changing perceptions, guiding uh, uh, the ultimate policymaking process. Uh, so it's not to say this doesn't happen at all today. It certainly does. Can you give us one example? I will actually give you an example that used open data. Uh, back when I was working for the White House's Office of Management and Budget, uh, this was probably five or six years ago, uh, we developed a really sophisticated analysis using exclusively open data, uh, information from the Department of Energy, the Department of Health and Human Services, and a number of other federal agencies that's made publicly available. And we were trying to understand potential reforms to an energy assistance program called LIHEAP, the Low Income Home, Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. And uh, we, we used all of that information to, to understand trends and gaps, uh, eligibility uh, uh, changes and shifts across states, uh, trying to think about where the funding was most needed. And that analysis ultimately was what fed into a process in reforming through the budget proposals that came out of the administration, uh, a little bit of a suggestion for how you could more effectively target those resources. I think there are examples like that that happen inside government on a daily basis. And that's exactly what we want. That's what we want to encourage. That's what we want to see. Uh, open data uh, offers a lot of solutions for how agencies can undertake those kinds of activities. Uh, but it's not a perfect recipe. Of course, there are some kinds of data we need to analyze that are sensitive. Uh, they have personal identifiers attached to them that have extra restrictions. And so anytime we're doing this kind of work, we also want to be mindful of privacy protections and ensure that if we promise the American public we're going to keep their data confidential, we, we do that. But at the same time, we can use those data to understand important problems and develop better solutions. It's good to know what's possible. Nick Hart is CEO of the Data Coalition. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Tom. Find a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand by subscribing at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.